Hey, hey, it's Stacey Reagan and Michael Doyle bringing you all things Central 301. Welcome to our podcast, The 301. So, Mike, this is kind of like the second installment of our sort of fun 2020 year in review. Yeah, it's kind of our our journey through 2020 with uh, a bunch of our staff members here in District 301. Yeah, and we've we're trying to get a variety of people just to kind of reflect and talk to just because everyone's experiences in education are so different. And um, why don't you introduce our person that we have today? Our guest here on the 301 is Janice Kotwicka, who is a staff member over at Central High School. And she has a little bit different position and perspective Uh, than some of the people we've talked with earlier. So Janice, tell us what you do over at CHS. Welcome to the 301. Hello, I'm Janice Kutwicka, Dean's Assistant and current parent in the district. I also run concessions when sports are in session and in season. I have also had other family members go through Central. I have two sons, Carter, who's a junior at Central High School, and Tyler, who's a seventh grader at PKMS. Our kids have been enrolled since kindergarten. They have made some wonderful and lifelong friendships here. I run door eight and have always had a lot of responsibilities that people do not always realize I do. I am a bit of a jack of all trades and work with numerous staff members. You are a jack of all trades for sure. (laughs) And students throughout the day. Not only do I assist the Dean, I can work with students in multiple programs, introducing the Mid-Valley students and students going to and from other schools for programs like Vet Tech, ECC and welding, etc. I also do quite a bit of work with different departments and once work, for example, I work with detentions, attendants, visitors, people coming and going, tardies and anything else admin may need support with. This year, the job has become much more involved and intense. I have kept all my original responsibilities except for this things like detentions. However, I have started working with even more departments. For example, I help the tech department put in tickets for Chromebooks issues. I work with the librarian to get textbooks and library library books to remote students. I help with the pre-certification documentation I regularly work with the nurse, and the list goes on. I so believe Stacy's comment about being a jack of all trades. Holy cow, that really yeah. applies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not so sure how well this building would run without our dean's assistance, and and definitely including Janice, because you really get to know the kids in a very different way than you know teachers might in a classroom. That is correct. Um, If someone has a question, they know to come to me because they know the answer will get to them either the same day or the next day. So if if someone doesn't know something, they always know to go to door eight. It will get done. Door eight for folks who either haven't been to the high school or don't have high school kids, that's kind of like the central hub of the drop off. That's where um, visitors kind of come in and out if uh, students are ill and have to leave. That's where parents pick them up. That's where they pick up homework. Janice is kind of like that conduit for all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Plus, you're a nurse too, aren't you? I am. 
So um, <laughs> I am. <laughs> if school I wasn't busy enough, there's that on top of it, right? Yes, that is correct. And I still, um, I also, um, behind of me is uh, my husband and I are, uh, we foster students internationally. So not only of our own schedule, we have students who are in other school districts privately that stay with us and live with us so they could get the lifestyle of becoming U.S. citizens going to a U.S. school. Wow. Pretty, pretty and interesting. they have not been able to go home, so they've been with us. That's that is probably very stressful. It is, um, but that makes life more fun. And really interesting, Janice. And I believe one of the most important part of my job is to create good relationship with students and feel that is especially important now. Yeah, for sure. So with it being such a crazy year, and like you said, you have two students here at the high school, and I know they were very active in sports and, you know, just student life here at Central, and that has definitely slowed down. Um, what successes can we celebrate with you, either professionally or personally, from 2020? Personally, as I stated earlier, I think it's very important to create a good relationship with students and staff. I have really worked hard to maintain these relationships despite not seeing people as regularly. Personally, I have started to step out of my comfort zone. For example, I participate in a painting party despite feeling like I have zero art skills here at CHS. Yeah, that was fun. That was. Um, I am a control freak and detail oriented, so I don't like to get out of my comfort zone. <laughs> so it was yeah. nice to get out and interact. Well, in the last year, I mean, we've all had been forced to be out of our comfort zones. So that's, mm -hmm. you know, everyone, students, teachers, parents, administrators, everyone is out of their comfort zone. Yes. So speaking of being out of your comfort zone, what may have been some challenges that you faced in 2020 and maybe still don't have an answer for as we roll into 2021? What's, what's one of those things that you kind of have seen as a, maybe a little bit difficult in your working your way through it, but boy, it's, there's no answer out there for it. It's been challenging to be a parent, staff member, and a teacher. As a parent, when I come home from work, I have been helping my kids a lot. I'm finding that they now have more homework than ever before. They have a limited amount of time with their teachers, and they do not have the diverse opportunities to learn. For example, group work is limited meaning at school for the students and staff members to be more involved with their students. They have less opportunities to learn from their peers, etc. They also cannot come in early or late to get one-on-one -on -one support from their teachers or peers. I also do not like how much time my kids nor other students have on a daily basis spending on the computer with their homework. 
in my role at school, I can see how everyone's job responsibilities have increased, including my own. Our teachers are working harder, but there is only so much that they can do, especially when they are helping hybrid and remote students at the same time. I feel that everyone from parents, teachers, social workers, and counselors are trying to do a huge amount of work with very limited time. Seeing the school from both a parent and an employee perspective has made me realize just how important grace is this year. We don't always know the additional work and planning people are taking on, nor what is going on in their personal lives. Despite all the challenges people are facing, it has been wonderful seeing how obstetric parents and staff members generally are. Everyone realizes that people are doing the best that they can and are working to respect personal choices people are making. I think you said something extremely important about grace, and that's something as instructional coaches, we really tried to um, hammer at the very beginning of the year with our teachers is you have to give yourself grace and you have to yep. give your students grace and you have to give parents grace and parents need to give teachers grace and you know and and their kids just because we are in uncharted waters and we just absolutely have no blueprint for this and so you know we have to be flexible too but grace is is a huge lesson I totally agree well it's you have to keep that idea that it's it's I don't think anyone is working less now than before, right? I think everyone's working more and harder. And, and, and that's the thing I think everyone needs to keep in mind is, is that idea of grace that nobody's taking it easy here. Everyone's working even harder to try mm -hmm. to get the most out of it, right? Yep. And that's, that's where that grace really is important is that everyone understands everyone really is trying. Mm -hmm. But as Stacy said, it's completely uncharted. Nobody's ever seen this before. So, um, yeah, it is reasonable and, and trust that people really are trying to do their best. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it is something we've never seen. So, Janice, when you think back on last year and you, and you have two boys, I have a 20 year old at home. So there is always uh, hilarity going on in our household. Was there anything funny that happened this past year, either like at school with students or um, at home that you would like to share? Yes, um, people thought it was funny at the start of the pandemic how often my family was actually together. <laughs> Due to the sports and traveling leagues, we are always going in opposite directions. Oh yeah. They were all worried we'd get sick of each other. <laughs> the opposite has actually been true. And one of the things I have been thankful for this year has been getting to see more of my family and having time to sit down together and eating healthy meals as a family. Yeah, when you have kids in like travel baseball, like I think you do. Yeah, we're full-time travel baseball and full-time travel basketball, plus all sports. Right. And it's, I, I know what that's like, and you do not eat healthy. You just don't because you're on the go and you're stopping at Taco Bell or, 
you know, wherever uh, in the car and you don't have that luxury of eating healthy and eating together as a family, which is something that I think is a positive that's come out of this pandemic is mm-hmm. people have actually had time to spend together and just decompress and, and be a family like how it used to be, you, you yeah, know, before the chaos of, yeah, for sure. At the school, I have loved seeing the different ways people are embracing finding ways to have fun during the pandemic while teaching at work. For example, CHS staff had a mullet day a while back. Staff and students spirit days have been wonderful entertainment this year as well during the pandemic. Yeah, there were, we did that one spirit week last spring. When mm-hmm. We were first kind of going through this. That was that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, to do, and then we had the one this week or a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Super so, fun. I'd like to ask about maybe something you learned, <laughs> lesson learned, something you discovered. What have you personally learned uh, last year in 2020 that you'll take with you into 2021? Is there anything that you kind of stumbled across? You're like, oh, this is kind of a neat thing, or here's something I discovered. I have seen so many students, parents, and colleagues deal with very difficult things this year and still step up the plate and succeed. A student reached out to me today to share their success during the pandemic and how they have improved their life from last year. It showed me that people can accomplish anything that they set their mind to. The student actually had called me on the phone and to talk to me about their experience and differences from differences from last year to the, this year's pandemic. And um, it was more of a thank you to get yeah, them, wonderful to get them in the right direction. So that's, that a, is, that's a feel good story. Really good um, story. It made me, I was not expecting that phone call today. Oh, that's so nice. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really nice. Um, so, when you realize that you make that kind of impact on a student, mm-hmm. right? Because in the moment you never think of that. You're just yeah. trying to help and assist, do whatever you can to, to, to help the student and help the kid a little bit. And then, you know, it's nice when you get a phone call or get a note, you know, two days later, six months later, two years later, right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. And it's not only from the students, I did get notes, uh, emails from parents as well, um, appreciating during circumstances from last year to this year of how I took time and patience and above and beyond my job to help the students in regards to the circumstances of wanting to come to school, scared to come to school, and they ended up coming to school hybrid, not wanting to from last year's leaving in March. And and what's really nice too is Janet is the face of CHS because she greets the kids at the door every single morning is that, you know, that door that they come in and, um, and she's consistent and she's always there for our students. And, you know, she's someone other than a teacher that kids can go to that they feel safe to talk to. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been such a positive 
experience having that door eight <laughs> um, kind of outfitted and set up uh, over the past couple of years. It is a positive um, experience. The students are all at door eight coming in. They are drivers and I could name all the students, even U46 and Hampshire students coming in daily. By the third week of school, I know who and when they should be here. The buses are coming through. I get a good relationship with them as well. Um, students throughout the day, they will con con continuous. If they're not here, they will email me. They will also knock at the door and say, hey, I really need to talk. And sometimes they just don't have that comfort level going to their counselor or their social worker or their teacher. Yeah. So I will go ahead and email the concern in that and make sure that the students are accounted for and um, get to their comfort level in the meantime. That's awesome. So Janice, if you thought about 2020 in one word, if you could sum it up in one word, I know we were kind of talking about this earlier. Mm -hmm. What is that one word you would sum it up and why? One word is I would call it a unique year because this year is a different. You wake up and you don't know what the day will bring. You put on the TV and you will be told something completely unexpected. Totally unexpected, yep. You never mm -hmm. know what day, yep. Well, Janice, I'd like to thank you for coming on the 301 uh, and telling us a little bit about what it's like to be you and what your experience has been through all of this and uh, with a hopeful future uh, for 2021. Our guest, I, I appreciate uh, everything Janice does for us here in, in the building. And it's very, um, it was really neat to hear a different perspective here on the 301. Um, so I appreciate you coming on Janice and sharing your thoughts with us. I wanna thank you for having me on and I wanna thank everyone at CHS, staff members, all your hard work, not only what you do for us individually, working as a team, but also what you do for our students. Parents do really appreciate it. You may not hear it always, but I do hear when they do come in at door eight to drop off or just picking up that they appreciate that we are opened and we are doing our best for safety measurements. And they are really appreciated of everyone in our building here and in District 301. That's been our guest, Janice Katwicka, who is a Dean's Assistant up at Central High School. Stick around, we'll be back in just a minute with more of the 301. We're back to our podcast, um, Mike. We are still rolling here on talking to some of our staff in the district about the reflections on the year that uh, was kind of um, very unique. Right, the the odd and weirdness of 2020, um, we think is over. Maybe not. Maybe 21's better. We hope. Um, and we have another guest who's going to join us and. This guest is a superhero because she's over at Prairie View working with kindergartners. 
And, and working with them remotely? Yes. I don't know about you, Stacy, but that is one of the things that I have nightmares about is if I end up teaching kindergarten someday. I don't know. Yeah, she looks it. like a superhero cape, I think. Yes. So we have a guest over from uh, Prairie View, and this is Noelle Karani. Welcome, Noelle, to the 301. Hello. Thank you for having me. So, Noelle, 2020 was such a crazy year, and we kind of were chatting a little bit um, prior to this. What successes can we celebrate with you professionally or personally from 2020? There's so much doom and gloom in 2020, but I do think there were some really good creative things that came out of it as well. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, professionally, I feel that I have really challenged myself this year. Um, you know, I was at a different, I was at HBT last year when when the whole virus and the coronavirus hit and I had to teach remotely like everybody else did for those few months in the spring. And then came back this fall and volunteered to be the, the remote kindergarten teacher at Prairie View the full remote. And um, I was very nervous, but yet I saw this as a challenge for myself to improve on all of the things and the skill sets that I did not have in the spring. So over summer, I taught myself a lot of technological things as far as different programs, different apps, different ways of using technology in, an, in, in, a, in a positive and meaningful instructional way. So um, that definitely has been my success. We have had a lot of fun here in the kindergarten world. One of, I probably would say that the thing that I find most successful about what I have done professionally this, this school year is that um, despite never have seen my students, meeting them face-to-face -face and having that physical contact, we still are such a tight knit group. I have built, and along with my parents, the parent support has been phenomenal. Um, between the parents, myself and the students, we have built a community here, a kindergarten community that is no different than if they were sitting in my classroom. My classroom runs exactly like a regular um, in-person classroom. And um, we do have, you know, we do have our days where the there's challenges, but we'd have that if we were in person. But really the fact that um, I have had these amazing parents and, and support from my teammates really has just built the sense of community here at Prairie View um, that I guess I didn't see coming. And, and so that I think would be probably my, bi my biggest success with this school year and, and professionally. That's amazing. And that partnership with your parents was probably super crucial for the success of your kindergarten class this year. And I, you know, I applaud you for really cultivating those relationships and kind of building that, you know, that classroom culture um, in such a really out there setting for, um, you know, little guys, right? Yeah, it's been fun. You know, I mean, it, it's been crazy. But it also has been a lot of fun, too. So it's all good. That's awesome. And, and doing it, as you mentioned earlier, and, and doing it not, not just in you're seeing kids for a couple hours a day in person. You're, it's all remote for you, correct? Yes, it is. It is. Um, and, you know, it, it, has, it, it really has been very challenging. And, and every day brings a brand new challenge. But, you know, we could say that about in-person learning as well. Um, but... 
really, it has been rather um, unique, but successful and rewarding and, and fun. I can only imagine a kindergarten class um, sitting, you know, a little, uh, little one sitting at home and then, you know, the dog or cat running up. Oh, look at my cat, Mrs. Karani. Do you have a lot of that kind of like interruptions or, hey, do you want to see my room or? So we occasionally we do, but um, in order for this to work, and I was, you know, very, I, I met with all of my parents before the start of the school year. And I said, hey, listen, you know, this is the path that we're on and we're all in this together. But in order for us to to get the students academically, emotionally, socially where they need to be, I'm going to need your help. And I, I'm, I'm going to ask that I don't have people running up to the camera and doing these sort of things like you just mentioned, because I, my goal is to have them be as academically prepared for first grade as if they were here in, in school. And so um, I, we don't have a lot of that, but I build in time for that. So we have had times where everybody takes their computers and their laptops and they give us a tour of their area. I have taken my laptop and showed them what the inside of Prairie View looks like because some of them have never been inside the building. So yeah. we have built in times like that. Um, so we do have it at times. And then there's just times that something is just so exciting. I, we had a student who was celebrating a holiday that um, – for me is not one that I celebrate and she was so excited. So she asked, can I show you everything in my house that I have? And so she did that. She took us on a virtual tour of her house and her celebration. And so that is also another benefit and joy of remote learning that, um, that my in-person colleague teachers don't have is that I get to see all these other things that we would not normally see. And we get to celebrate those things. So, you know, as long as they, you know, we talk about it ahead of time and plan it, I'm all for those sort of things. But, um, you know, it, 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 it makes it enjoyable. Well, one of the things that you mentioned a, a minute or two ago were challenges. So I guess my question would be, is what have been some challenges that you faced and maybe you didn't solve? Maybe you still don't have the answer to as we jump into 2021. Do, do you have anything like that where you you've hit a challenge and you're, you're still kind of trying to figure out what the best way around that is? Oh, yes, um, of course. <laughs> um, well, one currently right now that I'm um, working on with my team, and that, you know, is another thing that's so wonderful is even though I'm standing here by myself as being the only remote teacher in my school, my other kindergarten teachers here at Prairie View have been very supportive of me and helping me along with this. So guided reading is one of those challenges right now that is um, our, a little bit of a roadblock for us because how do you teach kindergartners to read when you can't see them? But my in-person colleagues are having the exact same problem because their students can't move around like they normally would. So the guided reading is right now one of the little challenges that we have. We kind of think we have it figured out and we have some things that we're introducing to the kids to put in, in motion for them so that we can still get that reading progress that they make so much in kindergarten going. So right off the bat, that's the first one that comes to mind is, is that challenge um, of guided reading. Yeah, I could imagine that being um, a, a challenge and Elementary teachers are so good at station rotations and 
having those meaningful experiences for kids that, you know, might be hands on like with math manipulatives and stuff. So I can imagine that being um, quite a challenge for this year. So in looking back on the year, I mean, kids say the darndest things, right? You're wondering, was there any little funny story that you could share with us, um, either from your students or parents or, or, or your own family that you'd like to share that kind of stand out? Um, gosh, this one's hard for me. Um, I can't off the top of my mind, there is not one that is sticking out. I'm sure there have been. Um, I just, it just has been, um, I feel like our challenge has been just to make fun, having fun along the way with everything that has gone on in this year, especially dealing with little ones. Um, we've just had, I've just had to try to make it as fun as possible and, and give them the consistency of, of, of life, of, of school, of, of those, of, of having the good times, talking about the bad times, whether it be personally at home or here, you know, in the classroom, I don't have that one story that stands out um, other than one of my students who the other day, when we were doing, we're working and everything, and I decided, I said to him, okay, you know, you're going to be able to color here, and I'm going to put on some music, and he just started coloring, and then he just looked up at the screen, took himself off a mute, and said, I know I'm supposed to color, but I just got to dance, and so he just got <laughs> up and it led to a dance party, and, and so those are kind of like the little things that, you know, I have encountered throughout the whole year, you know, not necessarily the funniest story, but you know, it was just a time where I'm just shaking my head laughing like, all right, I guess we're going with a dance party now. I love it. So what I'd like to ask you about what you've learned through this whole experience. What, what have you personally learned from the last year that you'll take with you as you move forward into 2021 and maybe next year into 2021, 22, is there anything that you've personally kind of stumbled upon or, you know, found to be something that is a really good kind of learning experience that you're going to take with you? Well, there's been quite a few things. Uh, you know, I feel 2020 was challenging for everybody. And there were many a times when as a mother, my kids would complain about not getting the graduation that they deserved or uh, not getting the wedding that they wanted, um, not getting a funeral and mourning in the way that they wanted. But the one thing that, you know, I kept saying over and over to myself, to my children, to my close friends, to my students is that we're, this is not unique to anybody. We're all doing this together. We have to think in a totally new way that we have never thought before. And I really personally believe that when we think in new ways, great things can happen. We can decide if we're going to get bogged down by those things and let them stop us. Or we can stop and say, you know what? I know a way around that. And this is the way that it's going to be. Is it going to be easy? No. But we can do it. And that, that frame of mind of having to think in a brand new way, I personally find very exciting and challenging. Does it give me times where I feel overwhelmed? Absolutely. 
But that's what life is all about. Life is about trying to think of things in new ways, trying to see the good and, and finding out a way and, and having fun, having fun along the way and knowing that I have never been alone. My family has never been alone. These students, this community here at Prairie View, we're not alone. We're all here together if you choose to be. And so that is something that really has pushed me this year, the flexible thinking, but also knowing that, you know, we got each other through all of this and, and that's a very powerful thing. And I think that we need a lot more of that in, in my house, in my classroom, in this Prairie View community and this, this country as a whole is that we all have to do this together and it might not be the way that we want it, but you know what, there's good and bad in everything. And we have the choice of seeing the good or the bad. What a great way to think about that. Yeah, I, I think you hit on the, the have to kind of change idea, right? We, we have to learn how to celebrate differently. We have to learn how to grieve differently and learn, learn how to learn differently, right? That's what we're, we're kind of going through here. And it goes back to the whole idea of necessity being the mother of invention, right? We have been smacked in the face with necessity. We need to figure this out and change it. And that's where great things happen. Innovation happens. And, and that's well, and we, the baby yeah. steps of innovation right now. And Mike and Noel, we have been this year, like last spring and this year, we have been trying to make things fit for things that they weren't designed to do, right? And so it's been a lot of that thinking in new ways and, okay, well, it works this way, but I'm wondering if it could work this way and trying to get things to, to work for us in different ways. And yeah, it's, it's, I personally think it's a very exciting time to be in education because, you know, it's been turned on its head and we're kind of being given this opportunity to try things that we never would have thought would have been possible. You know, kindergartners being remote, you know, never in a million years, right? And so now we're really, really looking at things from a different perspective. So Noelle, to kind of sum up, um, if, if you had to think about 2020 in one word, what would it be? Oh, there's so many words. Um, I, I guess when I have to stop and reflect for me personally, when I think of all the chaos and, and, the, the, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything with this word, there's only one word that really in my mind that sticks out is, is the word family. You know, through it all, I've been with my four children more than I ever thought I would be. <laughs> and yet it, it was, it's, it's a blessing. I think about, I've talked with my brothers and sisters more, my personal siblings, I've talked with people that are not related to me, but are like family to me. And so when I look back at this word, or when I look back at this year, I guess my word would probably have to be family. Noelle, we'd like to thank you so much for coming on the 301. We appreciate you taking time out and having a really great conversation with us today. Yeah, it was so interesting to get your perspective on things. Well, thank you for having me. The pleasure was all mine. Thank you so much. You're listening to the 301. We'll be back in just a minute. And we're back. 
And now, Michael, we have um, a really dynamic teacher here. And I had the pleasure of being in her classroom. I was subbing for her collab teacher one day. And I have to say, if we're talking remote teaching or hybrid teaching, this was like a textbook example of what a classroom should look like. And it, it was so awesome to be in her classroom. I was really privileged to be able to watch it. Well, we're going to change gears and move up to the high school. And we're going to talk a little bit about math with this rock star teacher that you saw. And we are meeting today with Kelly, Kelly Ruprecht. Welcome, Kelly, to the 301. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Thanks for being here. Yeah, so Kelly, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, how long have you been teaching with us here at Central? So this is my fifth year teaching at Central. And Already? Five years? I know. It goes by Holy super cow. Yeah, yeah. I said to the kids, I'm like, it's already year five. And they were like, where has the time gone? I'm like, I have no idea. So this is year five. Um, this year I have geometry, geometry momentum, and then a senior level class called Transitions to College Algebra. And we're rocking and rolling. So, yeah. Very cool. So when we look back on 2020, super crazy year for everybody, right? Um, yes. Professionally, personally. But I, you know, we've been talking to a lot of folks about some of the good things that have actually come out of our challenges and what successes can we celebrate with you professionally or personally? Yeah, so definitely a challenging year, but I would say this year personally, I guess it's personally and professionally, I feel like I've really grown um, to be a closer member to my departments. Um, this year we have some new people on board. Uh, Jamie Netsley joined us at the high school and then also Catherine Kowalski. And I felt like I really got to develop a really good personal and professional relationship with both of them. Um, also Corey Barnes, uh, she's at the high school and she's expecting a little one in February and we've definitely bonded over her expecting and that's been super fun. So Definitely, personally, I've grown a lot closer to people in my department. Um, and then professionally, I would say that I've really gotten a sense of what it means to check for understanding with all my students daily. And not just giving a quiz, but just finding different ways to, to check in with them, whether it be, okay, thumbs up, thumbs down, are you good? Um, type in the chat. Um, I feel like I've really gotten a sense of what it means to constantly check in with my students to make sure that they're doing okay with the math. Um, and then the other thing that's kind of, it's part of 2020, but it's leading to 2021 is that this year I'm super excited because I will be hosting a student teacher. Um, so that's another success. Oh, very cool. I didn't know that. I, I will say Kelly that when I was in your room, I did notice that you really did a great job of that formative uh, assessment process. So really definitely making sure that your students were understanding and hitting those learning targets, right? I mean, right. you know, what is it that I want them to do today and checking in with them, you know, can they do it? So yeah, I would definitely say that's a huge success. Like good job. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Well, you mentioned moving into 2021. So that's where I want to go with maybe a follow-up question here. Um, what have been some of the challenges that you have faced um, in 
this 2020 school year that maybe you don't have an answer to and you're still trying to figure out going into next year? Yeah, so I would say for me, the challenges is how do I connect with my fully remote students? And I don't feel as though I've gotten arrived at that answer yet. I'm still trying to figure out how do I create the same connection that I would create in person with those who are fully remote. Um, and I'll continue to challenge myself. I know I try to make it a point that, you know, I'll, I'll put in the chat, hey guys, I want to get to know you a little bit more. So I'll do a, a question of the day, like, hey, um, what would you prefer to eat? Uh, Chipotle or Portillo's? Or what's your favorite thing to do outside of school? And try to get to know them like that. But it's still not quite the same as if I were to see them in person. So that is definitely a challenge and I'll continue to focus. Well, and with high school kids, you're, you're fighting that whole independence, peer pressure, right? There's a lot of that too, which makes yeah. it difficult. It's, it's already um, difficult enough in the classroom to get kids to open up and share. And I would imagine right. remotely, it's pretty easy for a kid to just kind of, you know, turn off, right? Completely. And, and just Completely. do their thing. So, yeah, well, I even think like at the high school and probably the middle school, we even miss that transition time from class to class when students are filtering into your classroom and you have those little small conversations with them. Like, hey, how was your weekend? Oh, what you do? Oh, that's great. You know, you you aren't getting quite that same experience um, in a Google Meet. So I, I would echo that you know, just that connection is, is definitely a challenge for sure. So I always like fun, right. And funny things. So as evidence in my um, weekly Friday funnies uh, videos and memes that I send out and probably annoy everyone with, but anything funny happened this past year with like a student or a parent or, or even like in your own family that, um, that you would like to share. Um, let's see. So I guess the biggest thing is when I, I like to have fun and I like to joke around. Um, I've done it before where I've said something, um, and it really hasn't happened until this year that I'm starting to see, like, there's definitely a difference between myself and then the current generation that I'm teaching. So I'll make a comment about something and the kids have no idea what I'm talking about. And then I'll go, oh my God, this is what people were talking about. Like th that, that, gap. and it's happening for me. So, um, just wait sister. Cause it oh only God. gets worse. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting old, right? You don't know it. <laughs> and that's what it is. Yeah. 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 I mentioned a Walkman or something and the kids were like, what? And I'm like, think iPod, but not cool at all. I'm like, but it still works. You play music. And they are like, I've never heard of that. I have no idea. <laughs> oh yeah. And then yeah. like what's old becomes like nostalgic and hip again. Like yes. the 80s for so long were like cool and nostalgic. And I was like, listen, I lived them. I, right. I would yeah, of course agree that they were cool and hip. However. Yeah. Try to go find that Walkman on eBay and you'll see how cool and hip it is. It's <laughs> bucks for what used to be $25, $35. Right? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's the biggest thing. So 
let's look back at 2020 and, and now that it's over, moving into 2021. What have you personally learned from last year that you'll take with you into this year? Kind of a, I figured this out and I'm moving forward with it and it's getting better and better idea. Yeah, I think for me, just embracing the time that I have with the students, like really embracing it and and loving it and enjoying the moment. I think sometimes, you know, and we do this as teachers, we're so focused on, you know, the standards that we need to meet, the task at hand, but just taking a moment and, and thinking how lucky we are to be able to share moments with kids in person. Um, I am so thankful that we are a hybrid schedule and I am so grateful that I get to work with students in person. Um, so that is something that I definitely appreciate and I'm grateful for, and then we'll take forward with me this year and just really slow down and enjoy the moment with my kids in person. Um, that's the biggest thing. And you know, Kelly, you're our last interview for this uh, series and, uh, everyone we interviewed said the same thing, how appreciative they were that we get to be with our kids on a day-to-day basis because there are so many school districts that are not. And, you know, we're sort of that outlier that has decided this is what we feel is important and good for our students and our teachers, and we're going to make it work no matter what. So, and we've done it in a safe way. Um, and, you know, I think that's a testament to our school board, our admin, and our teachers and our students. You know, there, there are many people, you know, who make this work, our custodial staff, our kitchen 100%. staff, you know, yeah. so it's really a testament to how valued uh, we feel it is for our students to be in front of us. 100%. And, and how complicated it's been to get to this point, right? Very. With all of these different people involved, right? right? Some way or another, we all have to get somewhere on the same page, right? And kind of pull in the same direction to make it happen. Uh, right. and as you mentioned, we've had other guests on in this series who have children in one district or a spouse in another district. And I'm in that situation as well, where they're not back in buildings at all. Right. Kids at all. And yeah, you know, I have a 10 year old at home who has not met his teacher other than over Zoom. Right. And, and, you know, we're lucky, as you mentioned, to be able to at least build a little bit of that in-person personal relationship. And I'm always a firm believer that that is what gets kids interested in learning, right? You can have the most creative lesson in the world, but if you can't, if you don't have a relationship, a kid's not going to buy into it. And we're lucky to be able to do that this year where a lot of places don't. And, and, and let's be fair, it, it's, it's not been easy. Right, it's been tough, but our teachers have been unbelievable in what they have done this year. So my resilient, resilient. Yeah, and all of our other teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So Kelly, last question: If you had to sum up twenty twenty in one word, what would it be? This one I thought about, and it's hard to pick just one word. But I'm sure you've heard this before. I would say challenging has been the 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 word that has come up the most. When I think about this year, it's just challenging. And I think that it's it's gotten easier over time. 
Um, and a lot of that, I have to say for myself personally, is because we're back in the building. I know I keep going back to that, but when we were fully remote in the spring, that really took a toll on me. I mean, just being back in building, seeing my coworkers, seeing the kids, even if it's 40% of the week, you know, it still is huge. Um, but that was such a challenge. So challenging is the word that I would use to describe this year. Kelly, I'd like to thank you so much for being on the 301 today. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. Appreciate all the work you're doing and, and coming on and having conversations about what it's really like and what 2020 was and an eye for the future. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, you've been listening to the 301 with Stacey Reagan and Michael Doyle. And remember, you can catch the 301 anywhere where you find your podcast, including Anchor.fm, Spotify, and of course, on iTunes. We'll see you next time on the 301.